Welcome to the Checkmates Go podcast. Join your favorite Checkpoint expert, Phone Boy, and his guests as they cover a range of cybersecurity topics to help you secure your everything. Be sure to subscribe and share, and don't forget to rate and review us. And now, here's Phone Boy. And welcome to Season 4, Episode 3. In Season 4, Episode 1, we talked about the state of malware over the last 18 months with uh, Checkpoint Evangelist, Marcus Strowski. And yeah, we're going to do part two of that conversation now, which is what do we do about it? So what can we do, right? How do we rethink our security you know, strategy? Prevention first. I think I mentioned that. It's a, it's a, it's a pillar of, of Checkpoint. And what, what, what things can we do differently? And, and, and basically, why are we doing things differently? Like why, 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 is, why are we sitting here today talking about what, what happened in the past, where we are currently and then, you know, where we're going in the future and why we have to rethink things. And it really comes down to the fact, you know, probably one of the most overused words in 2022, but, you know, digital transformation, right? That's, that's why we're, what we're going through, right? And, and listen, we're going through digital transformation in our personal lives as well. Um, you know, the amount of things that I do online, uh, which I didn't do online, let's just say in 2019, uh, is, 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 is vastly different, Right. Um, and I think we'll see, well, obviously I'm not, you know, I don't have to, to be super smarter in predicting, but we'll see more and more of that continue to change. Right. So if it's changing in our personal lives, you know, it's certainly happening uh, in our professional lives as well, or, or as, you know, from, from, a you know, from an organization perspective. Right. And, and most, most of us, you know, from a professional perspective fit somewhere in between one, two, and three, there is four. Number four is where you're hundred percent cloud. And again, we have many, many companies that are 100% cloud, um, but most of us fall somewhere between one, two, and three. And honestly, probably number two is is the most common from from my perspective here. You know, sitting on the east of, of of the United States. But this is why we're talking about rethinking security and and thinking about what the what has happened in the past couple of years and why we need to rethink it because we're going through these major changes. Right, we're going through not only putting applications to the cloud, but now from remote access perspective, our entire connectivity landscape has shifted to be cloud first, cloud edge, right? You hear things like, you know, SASE and you think you hear things like, you know, um, SSE and all these different things. Um, that's just the, that's, that's the reality we live in, right? And we're moving, you know, you know, away from hypervisors perhaps and, and having, you know, um, you know, OSs and, and what have you, and moving to things that are more microservices based and container based. And we're making all these moves. And, and as you kind of move away to number three, you start to have more buckets in the cloud and maybe less, you know, uh, in the physical data center, right? These are the changes that are happening. And, and these are the things that, that, that are requiring us to make our rethink of strategy because to having a strategy to prevent malware and number one and number two could be much different than a number three. I mean, a simple example is what happens once you start having application development and you're in your hosting, you know, libraries and, and code. Let's just say on Git, now you have to you have to provide security on how you're you're securing your code and making sure that your code that you're providing publicly doesn't contain secrets. Right? These are things that maybe five or six years ago you weren't even thinking about, and now we have to think about those things. And how do we have all those different layers of security as we move through this to to this process and this journey? And I'd be amiss not to talk about zero trust because it's more than 20 years old. Like we talk about zero trust as if it's something like new and something that, you know, uh, that had, you know, that, 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 that's revolutionary, but we've been talking about it for 20 years. Um, and, and the reason why I bring that up is that it's, it's continually evolving, right? So the reason why zero trust 
will never go away. And reason why zero trust is still very, very relevant, relevant, and, and probably one of the most talked about, you know, you know, strategies in, in terms of pre- preventing and doing all the things that we've talked about thus far. And then in the in the last thirty uh, minutes or so, um, is because zero trust is going to evolve as we evolve through that journey, right? And and we as security individuals and practitioners, we have to also along that journey. Uh, in, understand how we apply security, apply zero trust methodologies as we make that transformation. So providing zero trust for a workload inside of AWS or any other public public provide, public cloud provider is much different than when we provide zero trust when we had a, a, a you know bare met, you know a server sitting in a data center in an application that we had fairly well locked down. Right, they're much different, right? They, you know, they're still guardrails, but the guardrails are different in how you actually implement them. And those are the things, um, you know, that that we have to think about. You know, and there's some some simple things too, like you know, like we talk about email and phishing. You know, those are uh, some of the biggest issues that have existed since day one. Right, I got I got my start in this industry with 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 a, with a company that actually invented the at symbol the at symbol within an email. And so here we are again. You know, I've been in this industry for 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 quite some time, um, but we're still battling an email issue, right? And, and and again, so zero trust is going to be something that continues to evolve, and continues to be talked about, but we can't forget that it, that it actually is more than twenty years old, and we're continuing to strive um, to solve that thing. What I also talk about too is that you know ransomware, you know, doesn't always start with ransomware. Right. The, rea- the reality is, is that, you know, most ransomware starts with with malicious code. And we talked about TrickBot and Emotet in, wa- and, and, in ways that 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 infil- infiltrates the organization and then causes, um, you know, the the, the, the outbreak of, of ransomware. So we can't forget about, yes, we're going to have like you see here in this animated slide here. Hopefully you can see the animation, you know, our, our endpoint uh, providing ransomware protection against essentially every flavor of ransom there that exists out there. And we can prevent this. We have a technology to do this, um, but we can't forget about what the front door looks like and, and, and how we have to prevent the, the malicious code that actually does the infiltration, right? So I throw in some July 22 updates, um, you know, Astro Locker shuts down, Red Alert and Omega launch. And then I, I mean, how could I not include Checkmate ransomware? Not affiliated with us, of course, uh, but you know, Checkpoint ransomware kind of hits hits the board and and attacks via the SMB service. Um, so again, the, the you know this continual evolution here. We have the technology; we can prevent it, um, and, and we can get this done. And you know, the, what's the challenge that we look at? You know, we're looking at a major challenge here. This is just an example of of, of data that we pull from our threat cloud, and I'll talk about what that is. Um, but you know, just in, in one week, right? Look at the number of events and how many alerts and how many analysts you need and how many servers and where, where the endpoints live and where they don't live. And you know, this 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 is the challenge that 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 we face every single day. Uh, what can we do about it? You know, I, I, again, I'll, I'll say I, I, I'll highlight three things that we can do. Right? One, the endpoint is now our edge. Right? Again, speaking quite a little bit of the obvious here, but it, it's our edge. Right? So. You know, you know, I'm uh, I'm broadcasting from my house today, right? Securing my house, right, is 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 super important, right? Because this is where I do most of my business now. Where that might have been a little bit different two years ago. Um, so this 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 it is our edge, and how we're connecting today, and how I'm leveraging the Harmony platform is different 
on how I leveraged, you know, when I started check, when I started at checkpoint, you know, um, almost 20 years ago, uh, le- you know, record, you know, leveraging mostly VPN, right? So we've gone through this evolution of, 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 of how we need to secure our edge and the endpoint is our edge again. And also I won't even talk about the, 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 the increase in, in, in SaaS and, and how we leverage, you know, all these applications that are also cloud centric that also don't live in our data centers and how that plays into it. And, and that could be another tech talk that would go on for an hour, just talking about all the overlap between all the technologies that, that we're leveraging in this, this, this new security edge. Um, we've got to secure the cloud. Again, I'm going to go back to that, that digital transformation slide. You know, we're somewhere between two and three, most likely, uh, many of us, um, but we can't look at just securing like network you know, uh, aspects of the cloud. We have to go, you know, the, the entire software deployment lifecycle, um, you know, from, from, from the beginning of code all the way through runtime and then continuing it through runtime, right? So it's, it's again, and, and cloud is becoming more and more targeted. If you look at the OOPS top 10, you, you've noticed over the last couple of years that cloud has entered the top 10 as well, right? So again, the attackers are, are looking to, 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 to take advantage of your cloud environment. And again, how you deploy things like like zero trust from a from a process and platform and an architecture perspective is much different inside of your cloud environment as as it would would it, would it be in your physical data center. So again, uh, you know that that'd be number two. Number three, the network, right? The network is everywhere. We we've kind of we've kind of you know killed you know killed that topic, but it's it's a reality, right? So it's it, from mobile devices to code that exists on Git to you know your public cloud to your hybrid data center. You know, sitting somewhere, uh, you know, in and and you know that in your private cloud environment. I mean, it's it's literally everywhere. Mobile devices, just from an email perspective. I mean, and, and information perhaps being stored places where you don't want it to be stored on iCloud and things of that nature. It literally is everywhere. When we think about this, and you know, I'll talk a little bit about checkpoint here, and I've talked about prevention as being the the, the immediate pillar. That we have to kind of uh, to to dive into here, but we got to start with the best prevention. And I love bringing up this is one of my favorite slides. And if you've heard me speak before, you've seen this slide. I have it in every one of my presentations. And the reason why is that you know again, this was a little bit of a trip down memory lane from from a malicious uh, perspective um, and a malware perspective. But let's look at tr- uh, threat cloud from a, from a little trip down memory lane. So 2018, not that long ago, you know we were leveraging a lot of uh, classic machine. Uh, 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 approaches to solve this big data problem, right? How do we solve a problem when you're talking about billions and trillions and, and, and amazing amounts of data that are happening, right? And you, you do that via via obviously um, you know math, right? And, and you do that through algorithms, and you and you and you continue to fine tune that. You have better feature def, better features and definitions and classifiers, and you and then you have make it you make better determinations, right? So we were doing this. You know, not so long ago in 2018, but now look at where we've we've progressed through, you know, since 2020, where we've moved, you know, to to deep learning, which which is you know a, a way of continuing multiple layers of of, of classic machine learning, and, and you get in, and you start to build in and, and neural network capabilities. And what does that mean on a very very high level? Neural network. Think about the human brain. Like think of how many decisions we can make. Think of things like you know phenomena like uh, backward propagation, where you can actually move from left to right. To to give better outcomes and always moving from 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 sorry from right to left versus always moving from left to right in a typical algorithm. Right? So you have all these capabilities, and all this these interconnectedness, and that's what gives better outcomes. And it's just not me talking about 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 how are we've improved our threat cloud and our ability to to give the best prevention, 
but look at just from the stats perspective. And I think the most important one here outside of the detection rate is enough. There's a false positive rate, right? That, that maybe in 2018, there were, there were more false positives, but as we moved into deep learning and neural network capabilities, we're giving better outcomes to, to our customers. We're giving better outcomes because we can block and prevent the best, the, the, the bad stuff, but we're not giving false positives. That means that, that, that means the business is running. And without the business running, then what's the point of providing, you know, you know, security? The business has to run, but we have to provide the best potential, best potential prevention strategy in place. And by doing that, is leveraging the power of our of our of our threat cloud. And what is our threat cloud? And I'll kind of I'll talk about this relatively quickly here, if, if you're not familiar with it. But it's comprised of 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 more than sixty of these AI and these engines. And you look at some of these things, you look at things like static analysis, machine learning, look at malware classifiers, which I talked about. Um, but the, these things, zero phishing, anomaly detection, um, there's, there's, there's elements tied to, to supply chain uh, attacks. So all these engines, and in, in, in whether it's an email or it's in your security gateway or in your cloud instances, uh, on your mobile devices, right? These engines are what's keeping us safe, right? And um, again, we, we could speak, uh, you, I'm sure we've had many, many sessions on just our, our artificial intelligence and machine learning, but this is, this is what you get when, when you partner with Checkpoint is, is you get industry-leading prevention and prevention first, and you get that through a, a lot of the great work that, that our teams do in terms of uh, our threat cloud. And we look at, I talked about you know, threat cloud, these are statistics from 2021, um, but I mean, I talked about billions and trillions of, 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 uh, of files being inspected, but here's the stats. I mean, these, these are amazing stats and there's no way that you can provide this level of protection and prevention if you don't have strong capabilities, you know, when it comes to, to, to artificial intelligence and machine learning. Um, what are the three things that you need? You need good math, you need good people, and you need good storage, right? When you get all three of those things together, you can, you can create great outcomes and, and that's where our, our, our threat cloud does. Evidence of this, right, is, is you know, again, I, I love to always have facts that base upon some of the, the things that we talk about. This is a great example of, of three examples of malware, um, you know, big ones, right? I mean, <laughs> TrickBot, a big one, right, that were detected before VirusTotal. If you don't know what, if you don't know what VirusTotal is, it's, it's, it's kind of the, the foundational platform for known malware. Um, it's, it, it gets used across the board, uh, across the entire industry. And for example, you know, when we identify, you know, these malware variants before virus total means, is that means our, our customers are getting protected before it's really known, right? And, and again, that's, that's the prevention first strategy. But the reason why I brought this up was not to bring it up to say, hey, you know, you know, you know here's all the things that Checkpoint does, but you can see here that our Infinity platform is, com is complete, meaning we've got the cloud, we've got endpoints, We've got, uh, you know, obviously gateways, we've got email, we've got collaboration tools, CASB, remote access. We've got all those different pieces. But the reason why I brought it up in this particular context in this presentation is, is that when you look at the CISA and the FBI and the NSA, and you look at all the things that we walked through from 2021 to 2022, and even a little bit of 2020 when we kicked this thing off, is that all these pieces of malware or threat actors are leveraging every aspect of what these platforms are that we're securing, right? Whether they're attacking the data center, whether they're attacking a mobile device, whether it's you know something that's cloud-focused that they're attacking, right? That you have to have complete security and complete visibility across all of these. 
And as you have visibility from a consolidated platform, that's what gives you the best security results and the best prevention, right? That's just an obvious thing, right? If you've got multiple products that do very, very good things, but you're not seeing them, uh, seeing it as one cohesive solution, you start to get those gaps, right? And we learned that very, very early on as, as attacks started to make their way to the, the Gen 5 tax that we, that we see today. The other aspect of this too is that you, you know, very often we can't go at it alone, right? That we need the ability to, to help and to alert on what's going on, right? I, I talked about a lot of these attacks happen during holidays. A lot of these attacks happen on Friday nights and Thursday afternoons when maybe our guard is slightly down or we're, we're not staffed as much as we would like to be. Um, so to be able to not only look at checkpoint based events, but look at your Microsoft, look at other endpoint vendors, and to be able to, to be able to create a picture in an alerting mechanism, you know, for our customers to be able to, to not only automatically remediate, but automatically alert to give our customers a better chance, right? This is exactly what our managed detection response team does. Um, this is a great screenshot of the portal, very simple. You see what actions are, you see what's going on. You can, you can, you literally can click a button and have remediation. And again, the focus here is that this is not just checkpoint, right? That, that we can do this to other environments, and that's really the power, right? Of of giving you know a uh, great response to potentially a, a bad situation. Just some some best practice recommendations. What do we do for, about these Gen Five attacks that we talked about for the last forty minutes? Right, deploy anti 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 ransomware is you know you saw that 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 sort of hopefully animated uh, slide. I would say you know challenge challenge checkpoint challenge us that you know the, the ransomware that's out there we block it with our anti ransomware. So it, it's a great way just to kind of take that off the table. Uh, preventing malicious attachments. I talked about emails being still in phishing, still being one of the biggest areas of, of compromise. Being able to deliver benign content. Um, and and be able to leverage email security, uh, where you know we have a patent with our acquisition of Avanon before malicious uh, uh, emails actually hit the inbox. We can prevent that in line without changing MX records and all these different things. Right? We can. The technology exists, and and we're industry leading in that space. In fact, um, you know, we obviously preventing users from the download. We want to inspect traffic for internet facing applications, block infected machines from communicating with command and control. I mean, these are simple things that, that can be done you know, leveraging our platform or leveraging platforms in general. Um, and the last thing here, I'll, I'll, I'm going to double down on instant response, right? That's something that it literally came up this week in, in a conversation with the customers, how to better fine tune their response strategy now that they made a migration to the cloud, right? How does their instant response change when the devices don't sit in their data center, right? And I think the, cons- the constant evolution and maturity of that is, is super important. What are our, some of our predictions? What are some of, uh, of the predictions of where we see new opportunity here in the second half of 2022? Um, you know, misinformation campaigns will continue to be an issue. Um, you know, uh, cy- the, 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 the supply chain cyber attacks will continue to grow. We've seen that grow. I, I, I brought the NPM packages uh, continuing to be an issue, even, you know, even after the first, first uh, issues of that in 2020. This the, the cyber war and pandemic intensifies. We're going to see more and more relative to that. You know, the data breaches obviously are getting you know larger scale, more costly. That's very representative of the, of the information is beautiful slide that I showed, uh, like the second or third slide today. As we, we definitely see the increase year to year. We talked about mobile attacks increasing in mobile wallets. I just literally just you know go hit our hit our blog today. Um, you know, we have that Unisom issue uh, with you know devices with decentralized finance. Um, 
we talked a little bit about the cryptocurrency aspects, and that'll be again interesting to see how that if that changes at all with with a decline in value uh, globally. And then you know microservices, you know, are, are are being more and more leveraged for attackers, right? A, a way for them to have a bigger army uh, quicker from a from a cyber perspective. So we, we will see an increase on in that. And then lastly, you know, uh, we saw this early in the year with uh, weaponizing uh, defake technology, right? That there's the technology of leading this, these misinformation campaigns will continue to be an issue. So, you know, these are just a little bit of a glimpse into some of the things that we, us as a community um, are going to face in the next six months. Um, you know, but most importantly, you know, you know, it was great to go kind of go back a little bit in time, go back in the last couple of years, think of some of the things and remember some of the things that, that, that happened and, and hopefully it sparks some, uh, some interesting memories of, 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 of past attacks. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app, leave us a rating and review and share with your colleagues on social media. And we'll see you next time.